Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Give the episode a like, subscribe on iTunes because it's time for Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, <laughs> I don't like that name. I think its SEO value has peaked if it ever existed. No, you see, now it's just starting to really gain steam as an SEO search term because people search Cuss Corner and guess what comes up? Cuss Corner. They're looking at Top Cat Corner, really. No, see, that that possesses no SEO value. Jeff Feinberg is here as well. We are doing a golf-specific Cuss Corner the, from the brainchild of Jeff Feinberg. You're stepping back into your old-school producing role. Well, I just feel there have been so many hot-button issues, and Tim seems to have opinions on a lot of evergreen issues, and you seem to have cornered a nice market in the golf you know, circuit. And Tim's been along for a, most of your rides, so a lot of people, you know, there are people that hate Tim, or like any show you have with him, but I think the, there's a far majority that enjoy it. So I thought, why don't you just do a cuss corner that is strictly based on golf, and you know, based on the tidbit of last week, who knows what today could bring? But that was just in my personal conversation with Tim. He said that egregious comment and about you know, amen corner feed. And I just thought there's there's something here. Like this thing has legs. And even his appearance on our show recently to celebrate Phil's win got like I got personal feedback from people that just, you know, friends of mine that watch the show, give it a like. You but know? don't know Tim? Yeah, they don't really know Tim. And they just think like, you know, everyone can compare a lot of you know, we've got a guy in our group of friends, so they're like, he's he's Kyle. He's like, he's literally like your their Kyle. But they also, like our buddy, he has a lot of, like, attention-seeking behavior. <laughs> and he's like, it's just, like, attention-seeking. I'm like, no, those are his genuine, like, thoughts. So even I'm getting, like, feedback when Tim comes on to the golf shows. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through all of our topics. And if you have a topic for a future golf-centric cuss corner, leave that topic in the comment section. Again, don't be afraid to give the episode a like. Always goes a long way. So, Tim, I'm going to throw it to you first, because Jeff has done a lot of prep here to come up with some topics for you. But do you have anything to start off with golf-wise? Yeah, the first thing I wanted to complain about was this new suite of rules that the USGA and RNA cooked up to start next year. Almost all of them are disgusting and awful <laughs> and uh, are ruining the game in a lot of ways, I think, or will ruin the game. Things like, from now on, a drop no longer has to be from shoulder height, but can be from one inch from the ground. That's not even a drop anymore. That's just basically placing it where you'd like it to be. That's absolutely moronic. You're allowed to ground your club in the sand trap as long as you're not testing the sand or, or, or swinging behind your ball or in front of your ball. So, I mean, from now, from, so now uh, for example, what Dustin did uh, probably didn't improve his lay at, uh, at uh, sorry, Whistling Straits. That would probably not be a penalty anymore under the new USGA rules. I think that's dumb. I think it's incredibly 
the one that makes me the most upset is that there will no longer be a two-stroke penalty for putting when the uh, the flag stick is left in the hole unattended. I'm sorry, that has been a part of the game for forever. You don't putt with the flag stick in. There's absolutely no reason for uh, us to change that rule. Uh, there, there was, you know, there was a logic behind having it in to begin with, which is that the flag stick can give you an unfair advantage on certain putts that are too fast. The idea that now they're getting rid of it is just foolishness. Also, the fact that you're not allowed, you'll soon allowed to be getting uh, relief from things other than water. That uh, you know, for the longest time, yellow marked areas did not include desert or jungle. Now it will. I think that is really, really problematic. Uh, I mean, there's a series of these rules which just don't make any sense. The, the, one that really upset me is that starting next year, they'll be allowed to use di uh, distance measuring devices. So that's it. The, basically, the caddy's only job now is to basically be a virtual reality signaler where he'll be looking at a little computer and telling the player he's 131 yards away from the pin. That basically ruins the whole point of having the book and having studied the course and knowing the course. So basically, if you have an expert caddy, this is the last year he's any good to you. Tomorrow, Pat Mayo could be the, the caddy of any golfer and will be just as good in 2019 as, uh, as someone experienced is. It's, 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 a, it's a bad strategy, and it hurts the game. I mean, I'm basically Tiger's caddy right now. I'm just there to shine his clubs and let him do all the work. I don't really care about using, like, the distance measuring. And I don't think it takes the caddies completely out of the game. I mean, the main basis for that is to, what, speed up the game? Like, speed up the rounds? Like, all these rules have been put in place to speed it up a little bit. Yeah, there's a couple of rules I don't mind, like the new rule that now there's a 40-second time clock on you to hit your shot. Okay. That's, that's actually not, happened? That's not the worst thing in the world to have a 40-second clock on you. Isn't there, like, a trial event in Europe that, like, so, they're doing that? The new rule, pace of play, says the current rule, there's no recommendations. The new recommendation is that a player make each stroke in no more than 40 seconds and usually in less time. That's the new rule. Now, is, so, that, is that when he addresses the ball, he has 40 seconds? Or how does that, that work? That, like, how is that even enforceable? Does not say. Yeah, I, I, that sounds like something they're putting on paper and no one's ever going to enforce. That, uh, quite, like the way baseball did with you having to stay in the box and they enforced it for about three minutes. Yeah. Maybe. It seems like the European tour, I feel like might, you know, be adding a shot clock to like, they've been doing some gimmick events, like well, the they, Super Sixes. Yeah, I, and I, the, I like the gimmick events. And though. the country one, and now they're adding, they're going to be men-women teams in the new, um, you know the one that the the uh, Danes won last year? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now there's going to be like like male and female teams, and you know, Kyrdesh won that tournament recently, that was what, three-day stroke play, one-day match play? Yeah, the Super Six. But it was only like six-hole match play. yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, the, the European tour is full. Like they, I think they did do a timed event too, like a speed golf. I think France did well on it. I can't remember. Either way, like, do you have a problem with the distance measuring systems? I think it's a little interesting. I think um, you know, it's an. More... It seems like you got a problem with it. Yeah, that one kind of bothers me. I don't know. That just seems awkward. I would much rather them just wear like shorts. No, I'm I'm wholly opposed to that as well. All right, so you don't think that they should be that players should be allowed to wear shorts on the course? Absolutely not. Well, okay, well, gotten... When you say absolutely not, why? What it just a, a real a real reason besides that's not how they did it before? Because this is a professional setting, and God forbid we ask millionaires to wear professional clothing at a prof. It's bad enough, and this is one of the things on my list. It's bad enough 
that we are allowing golfers like Tiger Woods to wear shirts without collars I on. Love oh, that. I thought you were gonna. I, I really thought you were gonna say it's bad enough that we allow Tiger Woods, a black man, to play golf. <laughs> no, the problem. The way he was setting it up, that sure. sounded like where it the was going. The collar shirt. Anyone that doesn't like it, you got It's like literally, I tried one last year. You're like wearing a Nike t shirt on the golf course. This is amazing. Yeah, well, it's a golf course. It is not, uh, you know, a bowling alley. It is not, you know, a, a tennis. I don't care. You're to wear a collared shirt. That's the way go. It's bad enough that we've allowed people to not have to wear proper caps and not wear pedophores and not wear proper clothing. We're, we're allowing, we're basically in such a lax dress code now that all you really need to wear is a pair of slacks and a collared shirt. And even that's too much for the new generation because God forbid these modern millennials be strapped down in any way from expressing their unique creativity to wear shorts because they're too lazy to wear a full pair of pants like a grown-up on the course. I, I, don't, I don't think this really boils down to a laziness factor. I think it boils <laughs> down to it's so, it's so fucking hot at some of these places they just prefer to wear shorts. Like every yeah, single a- other person in the world plays golf. Every other person who's ever played on the PGA Tour has worn some some pair of pants. They are not special. They do not be, need to be exempted. If they don't like it, if they find it too hot, let them find another profession. If someone in the future, when they are going to be wearing shorts, breaks some I, like insane unlikely. record, is Tim going to be like, that should have an asterisk? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, this is in the shorts era? He's not competing in the, against the same you know, situation? I don't know. We used to, what are petty fours or something? Like paint store used to wear petty fours. Oh, so like knickers. Yeah. Like, you know what? The, God forbid. I like the look. It, like, I like it. When so Just like I like, you know, the guys that wear knee highs in baseball. Like, I like guys that want to play that throwback role. And no one's banning these yeah, people from doing it. That is cool, you know? Even, you know, if someone wanted to wear, like, a proper chapeau, I would enjoy that much more does. than the guy... And the Finn guy, the Finnish player in Europe that wore a fedora, <laughs> like that actually like had me peaked. But yeah, I don't think it should be banned. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Tim, do you, when you go to the dentist, you need like a cavity. Do you ask them not to freeze like your mouth because you ask them to just? Yeah, you might just rubbing some of that cocaine on my on the gum because no, but that's see, how yeah, it used is, to happen. This is the willful thing that Pat does too, where. Anytime I hew to tradition in any way, shape, or form, he then elides the fact that I'm trying to make a point here by saying, oh, well, you must hate all change in all circumstances, which, of course, is not my no, position. No, but that is. That is like your fundamental argument for every single thing, is that that's not is how that it there, used to be, so I don't like it if it changes. That's you. As that, a rule, that's, that's things just that you persist, coming out of my mouth right now. As a rule, things that persist for long periods of time usually do so for good reason and were started for good reason so it's the safest route is to not be too hasty and just start changing things on the fly because oh why not you know if, if something's not work if something's if it doesn't matter just leave it the way it is you don't need to change it it's working fine that the golfers wearing regular pants and a golf shirt with a collar let it be next you'll let them untuck their shirts why don't we just i mean it's just That's it's just going to be a free-for-all and i don't want that untuck and it's it, inelegant <laughs> inelegant uh, you know who I really can't stand is casual guy at the, like when you just you go play 18 holes and you're out there drinking beers in the cart and it's the guy who shows up with, he's got, he's got the full like slacks on. Like he's really trying hard to look like a professional. He's not very good. Like give your fucking head a shake, pal. I can't, worse to see I can't, show up in, I can't stand that guy. My, the least, my least favorite there is like the guy that's wearing like the all, like the, it's the hot day. He's in like the white Why, slacks. Why, that's him! 
Tim, <laughs> Tim showed up. White. One of the last. One of the last. You better be scratched. No, to wear no, white no, no, no. Pants, one of though. the one of the last. And yeah, there's a good story with this too. The last time that like we, one of the last times we played like a full round together, he shows up in fucking Ernie L's gear, all white. And Sergio was recently like the ice cream. Anyway, so, yesterday. So we were playing. We were playing the course. So. Tim is with our other friend, Tim, Mr. Butts, the real tribune of the people, as people know from That's Twitter. a lie. That's a uh, smear. He's, he's, going down, he's going down like the windy cart path, and I'm just bolting it down the fairway in my cart, and I'm playing a game of chicken with them, just going straight at them. And I'm not going to budge. And Butts knows this. So he has a decision to make. What's he going to do? Is he going to slam on the brakes? No. What happens is he cuts the wheel, flips Tim out of the cart. <laughs> he's got dirt all over his wife. He's like half concussed and all fired up. And then he has this little dot right here in the middle of his chest of, of brown. And then our other friend just started calling him Trip Nip. <laughs> it got Tim too rattled. Then he made par. Saved himself out of the woods on a par three. That should I mean, be like the that, gym that, man's that is great escape. It ba- it's, he, Tim is basically Phil, but dressed like <laughs> Ernie Ellis. I'm just saying, to me, line cross, like all white um, pants. That's, uh, you gotta have like a one handicap to me to pull that off. Yeah, like, d- d- don't be bad and show up dressed like Tiger Woods. Pretty much always playing in shorts. Even if I gotta have a long sleeve on the top, I like playing in shorts. I, I prefer to play in shorts. I just prefer wearing shorts in general. Yeah. In any time that I can wear shorts. I'm not one of those losers who's like, oh, it's, it's minus two degrees out. It's, it's heating up from a cold winter. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. I'm gonna say like 20. Golf's hard enough to begin with. I have to be physically comfortable. You need to be in the right mental zone. I'm also like, zone. can be mentally weak. No, but like, if it's like still cold, like, yeah, I kind of pass until it's like nice shorts weather. And I'm such a pussy. If it was good enough for Jack Nicholas, good enough for old Tom Morris, it's good enough for me. It's old enough for good Tom Morris. So, so you are a pro cocaine on your gums, and when you go to the dentist, I, I don't think he was even getting that. So, so you're I, just anti any anything. No, my point. My point was there is no. What's the limiting principle here? At what point is enough enough? You know, is shorts going to be enough? What type of shorts? You know, will golf shirts be enough? Well, what type? Like, you have to at some point draw a line in the sand and say, under no circumstances are we going any further than this. I'm willing to draw the line right here. You don't seem to be willing to draw a line whatsoever. Well, what's your limiting principle? Well, I don't have a ruler, so that's going to be tough for me. I don't want to make a shaky line. But I think a big part of this actually has to do with golf numbers of people playing golf and getting memberships to places are down. Golf is not as popular as it once was among the people. So? They're, they're finding other things to do. So making it more relatable, what you watch on TV, to how oh, it actually is played, please. then I, I think that is a contributing factor T- to Tim this. Tim would hate I it. think it has absolutely zero, the clothing worn. Yeah, but, yeah, but you don't know anything about anything. If golf could be reinvented today, I swear to you, and people might like throw a rock at me, I swear to you, they might make it like seven, seven, like fourteen holes. Yeah, I can see that. Like seven, seven. And I love it. I love playing. And just because you know my back bulks by sixteen because I'm a big guy, uh, there's nothing to do with it. I'm just saying if it was created today, I'm not looking to get off the course four holes, four holes earlier. Uh, but I just feel like if they could snap their fingers, that's something. Yeah, they would charge the same amount. They would have less space to actually take up, so it wouldn't cost as much. You could run more people through throughout the course of the day, too. Boom. More money. People would love that. At least the people who own the golf course would love that. Yeah. It's also like that hour that you have to like travel to the golf course. You kind of, I don't know. 
All right, so Jeff, you suggested we talk Tiger versus Phil. Now, people talk about that all the time. What is it specifically that you wanted to talk about with Tim? I don't know. Just, just you know, this was also under the, you know, maybe the premise of Tiger surprisingly getting that win. But Phil, I think it's just great Tiger for didn't golf. Get, uh, Tiger did not get a win. No. No, Tiger has not won at the time of this recording. T Tiger also got a big win for the PGA Tour in terms of ratings. I just yeah, and, and, yeah exactly. Oh. Unless this is released during the after the Masters, he will not have won uh, since we've talked. I don't know what you just did, but I hate you. Oh, but, but, but both of you just try to try to timestamp the show like it's well, not the me. Whole, the whole point is that we we don't timestamp it. I've, I feel like I've been pretty safe in that regard. Nonetheless, I just think golf is in such a beautiful place right now. As someone that loved it when both these guys were nowhere near anything in terms of winning tournaments, um, I am just so happy with where golf is and you know what Tiger is doing to other players' odds is also enticing as someone like me. Um, but just the fact that, you know, Phil wins and Tiger, like, right away, like, can steal his thunder is, is pretty amazing. But the overall place in where golf is, and I'll say this, um, Phil winning, I feel really motivated Tiger to have a run of, of really good golf. And I believe what Tiger is doing is motivating every single player on tour, even the players that have everything, like a Thomas, like a Spieth, like a Johnson, um, I believe he is literally now wants to, everyone, there's more money now. Like, Tiger means money. Not nearly, you know, Phil is a great to watch, but he doesn't do what Tiger can do. There'll be more money in the game. Playing with Tiger, winning while everyone is there watching Tiger, you know, five strokes back. It, it changes everything. I think everyone is super excited. And I just like to think about how these other young players that are the super elites, as I like to call them, are now probably hyper-motivated. Well, the way that I would think about it is how many athletes in any sport are the sport? And we saw that when any time Tiger gets into contention. Phil can be in contention because he's been in contention a lot. It's not like the world stops to watch Phil. The world stops to watch Tiger. He's the only person that matters in these tournaments. You saw that this like when he contends, like the type of people tweeting. About my, it. I, I would say that, yeah, but see, now, I believe you guys are in an echo chamber, to be perfectly frank. Uh, I, I think certain golf people, the, the world for them stops when, when Tiger Woods. No, I no mean, my mom like called me. She's it, on it, vacation. It, it, everyone, like when Tiger gets into contention, it's people from across the sporting world. Like we I, I'm we, trying to think of any other. I mean, don't you, know you can that look yet. at the, He hasn't been in contention for anything in five years. Well, he and was in, yep. he was in contention to win at the Valspar championship. Saturday and ratings were up 200%. It was the highest rated Saturday of a non-major since 2006. And then on Sunday, I don't have the numbers for that yet, but I bet you it was probably up 200% as well. More. From, probably up higher than usual, Saturday. From its usual rankings at a golf tournament that's been around for about three minutes. I'm yeah. sure it is high. The Valspar Championship has been around for a long time, by the way. It's been around you, since you, like you, you just don't know that. It's been around since 2000, and they've changed more names and more dates and times on the calendar than, uh, you know, people usually change underpants. 
it's a, it's a pretty meaningless tournament. Hey, I, I mean, I went on record to say Valspar was my favorite tournament of the year. I always you're, love Valspar. It's one of the listen, best you're courses to on like the PGA it. I just Tour. think it's a tournament it, with it, absolutely no cash in. Well, it does now because it, it's almost like when you talk about the courses that Tiger always plays well at over the years where people get familiar with them. There's a reason that people are familiar with those courses because Tiger played there. The reason, the reason that people know about Bay, the reason that people know about Bay Hill and kind of know the ins and outs is because Tiger always plays well there. Torrey Pines is another one. People just wouldn't really get hyped for the Farmers Insurance Open every uh, year. The San Diego Open existed long before Tiger Woods. And, ever and, came. and people actually care about it now. I listen. I, I'm not even disagreeing with your point that Tiger drives interest, but. Is it the same type of hype it had in 2008, 2009? Yes. There is simply not enough case evidence yet to show that. That may be true, but we don't know that yet. We sometimes are, that's, just, that's the wish becoming the author of the thought sometimes. We are, you know, months. I'll take highest ratings in 16 years. That, that's a pretty big yeah. indicator We're for me. months into the, the comeback, and it's without a doubt that great things are going to happen whether that's in weeks, months, already happened within the next year. Um, there's, like, uh, beyond a guarantee to me. I don't think it's beyond a guarantee. Tiger could go three years without winning. Like, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think, think he's a lock. To, I don't think he's a lock to win anything. I think he will win. He's one swing away from just wincing. No. He, I mean, that's, Tim, that's, Tim, that Tim is right on that. Jim Furyk should have walked off the course and said he's no longer vice captain. He's just on the team. Well, he can still play himself onto the team on the Ryder Cup if he wants. I understand to. that, but points is probably hard in a two-year system. Well, not if he's going to win. If he win, if he wins a major, wins like he the has players, to win the he'll major. be on the team. He has to win a major. He doesn't get into the WGCs yet, which are double points, and I believe majors are also weighted. I mean, he's more not. Heavily. He's not far away from getting into <coughs> the WGCs. Like by the time he's by 148, the, I by, believe. By the time Bridgestone comes along, if he continues to play well, then he'll be in. I'm just saying I, I'm not going to go for majors, but I won't go there. But there's no doubt in my mind. There's multiple PGA Tour wins. Okay, I mean, there. I I, like, I, I like, hope you're right. But the the big thing with Tiger is we especially saw this when he was making a run. It's good for Paul Casey. It's good for Justin Rose. It's good for Sergio. It's good for all these guys. Now, they get kind of painted like a villain in a certain way because everyone's rooting See, for Tiger to win. But it still just brings exposure to these guys that they just would not have had before. Also, again, we'll see when Tiger goes up against Ricky Fowler in a tournament or whether he goes up against Dustin Johnson or Jordan Spieth or Justin Thomas, whether everybody is cheering for Tiger. Again, we don't know that yet. Yes. Maybe that will be true. What do, what do you mean you're you're don't, what do you you're mean you don't know that? You're out of your mind. You're, you're literally lost. That, you're literally that, lost. You're Ricky lost. Fowler has a huge following on a golf course. Because that's because that everyone needed someone when Tiger left. Well, that's oh. your assertion. No, that is that is absolutely. I love Ricky fact. Fowler. I'm one of those fanboys, but it's because there's a void. That is now like there's no listen. No one will won't be like hostile or anything, but there's no doubt in my mind, especially until he wins it. Like everyone wants to see him like complete a comeback. Maybe I after don't. he's the every, maybe after he's gotten a couple in the bag, which maybe I'm being too generous to say. Then people will be like, okay, let's get the other guy. But I think you're so off base here, Tim. And maybe part of this discussion, which came to my mind this whole Phil Tiger thing, the genesis of it is it's so different. Like when Tiger gets paired with Phil again, 
There Phil, will be. Phil will retain all of his fans. He's the one person this doesn't. Okay, really but affect. I just mean like yeah, some of there us won't be that been... animosity there. And like, imagine because I thought about it. Hopefully, maybe seeing this week, Tiger and Sergio getting a pairing in the near future will be like exponentially different feeling than it was like six years ago. You have to understand those of us who are Phil fans have been on Team Phil for 15, 20 years and have endured everyone loving Tiger and therefore cheering against Phil in big tournaments. And it's now our turn in the sun a little bit. The and these people who are Tiger fans want to rip it away from us when Tiger hasn't yet earned. And it was what I was so upset about this week. Phil wins a WGC. Tiger is a co-leader at a pointless tournament on a Friday. And people are like, the world has stopped turning. No, Tiger Woods hasn't done anything yet. Phil just did something big, something that Tiger may not be able to do. Do not steal our sunshine yet. He has not earned it. I, is, are, we have been in, in the shadow far too long. Tiger gave you three days, Phil. Yeah, three days. Three days. And That's what we call savage, buddy. Uh, uh, also, the WGCs weren't a real thing in Tim's <laughs> mind. They were just fake tournaments that don't mean anything until Phil wins one. Then, then it's held up to the standard like, oh, WGCs. Again, I have never said that. Yeah, you did. You said it on the preview show to this season. Even people, there's, but here's the thing. There's also an exorbitant amount of people that really like both players. Is there? Yeah. That has not been my experience. Yeah, but anyone, anyone you cheer for, people are just geared to cheer against. Like, I feel like a lot of old, like, my parents, like, would cheer for, whichever one of them was at the top, like, I feel like, so they, like, people would get behind. So, so now, now kind of so what point. you're saying, that the rooting interest in Tiger and Phil as, like, a combination of rooting for them both is now more like an age thing? Like, you, Not you so they're much. the, they're the only people left, really, <laughs> that, I bet you the same people cheer for Stricker, cheer for Furyk. And those types sure, of guys, I mean, too, on a, on a lesser scale. But they're sure. all a part of the same era, so you root for the but era like, when you really If you're 22 or 23 and a golf fan, you're, Tiger Woods holds no special place in your yeah, part if you're 22 or he's 23. The, he's the reason you're in golf. No, nah, it's not true. Yes, it is. When you're like, if you're between 18 and 22, Tiger Woods is important, but he is no more important to you than any of the Pantheon golfers that you mentioned. Jordan Spieth or Roy McIlroy. Are just as important. No, that, you, that's not true. No, you, you, you pretend you pretend like these people didn't grow you, up playing yeah. fucking Tiger Woods golf. And you watch well, those guys miss cuts. Them, a lot one, of them did it. You watch those guys Tiger Woods golf years ago. Even all these other great players that exist today, like the way they miss cuts regularly, you know, they'll still come along and win big tournaments like Jordan does, Rory will does. Uh, but the way they miss, like it just in a microcosm of how it's not even fair to compare any of them and everybody is out there because of tiger yeah because the age demographic is really old but and that kid just... that loves ricky fowler is like being told to love tiger and he does because yeah, he's listening is, to his 42 year old dad a ricky fowler fan tiger woods will be second to him and good that's what the sport needs they do not need to be clinging much as i love phil phil and tiger are not the you future. are and barely the present. You're you know, one, and golf is foolish to hang on to those. And you're 100% right. The kid that's watching with his dad, who's watching Tiger, and falls in love with, like, a Ricky, a JT, a, a younger kid, that, that's perfect. Now the dad gets to teach him about Tiger. That's that's perfect. You're right. Like, you you are right. Just like how, you know, we, you would watch... Uh, well, there's, there's also a different thing with this, too, is that golfers don't retire. 
Yes. Like, they're still going to be around. Like, it feels 47. He'll eventually join the Seniors Tour, but he'll probably still play on the PGA well into his 50s. Yeah, he'll like, be we've seen a lot Masters of guys do. So, forever. like, Phil at 47 probably still has another five years of viability left. And then he'll be around for 10 years after, playing in some of the majors and doing all that stuff and playing at the Farmers at, like, 18 of his home yeah. courses. And Tiger's, Tiger's, what, 42? So, if he can remain healthy, he has 10 years left, too. It's not also, like these guys are going away. Sorry. And watching Phil have to, like, at 60, maybe have to qualify sectionals for U.S. Open. Which he'll try to do. <laughs> will be awesome. It will be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he won't... Because he, he won't have one. Well, he won't get his... Well, Tiger's exemption is up after this year, too. Yeah, and there's no way that he doesn't get a special exemption. USGA will not. If they won't give it, if the USGA is not that kind of... Yeah, yeah, yeah you're you. right. You're oh, right, Tim. If the USGA doesn't give it to Steve Stricker, they're not going to give it to Tiger Woods. Of USGA course, of is course not. The USGA is actively trying to ruin their golf tournament. That, that is no, so no. absurd. I think it was egregious to not give one to Stricker. And he in got Wisconsin. in anyway. He earned his way in, full marks. Uh, but there's no way. It's a, Tiger is money, man. Yeah. The USGA would rather ruin their playoff system and play at golf courses oh. that aren't fit to hold regular PGA events, let alone majors. Do you think they care about ruining things by not inviting Tiger? I mean, they're fools. They want, people, they, they, want, they, they want people to be members. Let's talk about these U.S. Open rules, though. So, Jeff, what are the new rules? There's just no Monday playoff. The 18-hole playoff that you almost hope for the week of the U.S. Open is now what? Just a, a two-hole playoff? Their sort of logic being that, you know, well, normal people go to work. They can't see it. Uh, that Tiger Rocco playoff was one of my favorite memories. Yeah, but as a kid, you know what you can. But Fox you, you, needs you, you, to you, show the Steve Wilcox show exactly. at noon. They can't like just have. Hey, you got affiliates out there. That's tough, and it's easy to point to the Tiger Rocco one as one that holds up. Like, oh, this was awesome. Not a lot of people are talking about Mark Brooks Retief Goosen. I know. And so if Tiger's in it, yeah, that's great news. Tiger's not in it, not so great. And just the, the mention I'm of this sorry, but Fox bought the golf package knowing this was part of the deal. They should have at me again. Fox has been covering golf for about ten seconds. The idea that they so should they shouldn't be golf, allowed to do it. They shouldn't be allowed to uh, dictate the USGA <laughs> to screw up one of the major. Again, the USGA is doing a fine job as it is trying to destroy the best tournament in golf. They don't need Fox to help hasten that. All I know is. It's still, this conversation makes me so sad uh, to think about Chambers Bay and Dustin missing that putt, and we could add Dustin versus Jordan for 18. Um, I know I'm in a minority. I love Chambers Bay. I thought it was well, super, I hope you enjoyed awesome. it, because they will never, ever, <laughs> I, ever, listen, ever go it, back. To sure, they might not ever host a U.S. Open again, but I would like to see some sort of other tournament played there. Yeah. Well, the players hated it, so I got my doubts. But well, the USGA doesn't care what the players think. It's really given they never, they great. Never did. Yeah, I mean, so, so maybe they will go back. Between get lucky and the eighty-year-old Marshall silencing the train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even so much angry at Chambers Bay as I was at Aaron Hills. That was just a disgrace on wheels. Well, Aaron Hills didn't get the win that it needed to protect itself, and then it became. Don't care. That's not. Don't a care. Game. I don't like it. Anytime you go minus twenty at the U.S. Open, something is de desperately wrong with the golf course. This is not the British Open where wind is expected to act as a protector. The U.S. Open is not about that. It's, again, the USGA doesn't know what it's doing. It doesn't know what kind of tournament it wants to have. It doesn't know what kind of competition. They don't know what rules to follow. They don't know even how to even run their own events. Remember two years ago at Oakmont, they decided not to tell Dustin whether he'd lose a playoff stroke because they don't have a <laughs> <was> clue. <laughs> they, the USGA cannot organize a two-car parade. Points. 
Tim's not so always idea, wrong. No, he's he's. I like it. I I you know he. But I, I do enjoy the argument that Aaron Hills was so easy, it was a disgrace to the U.S. Open, and Tim picked the number one and two players in the world. They both missed the cut. I mean, that's the great what if of Phil's career. We will go down that. Oh, no, no. I think that yeah, you, yeah. You, you are by yourself on I that one, No, pal. he's not by himself because it's disgusting because that, that three-part Phil Golf Channel documentary that's going to be made that he's worthy of, his career's worthy of, just like Arnie I, and Jack. I thought it would just be like a series of arthritis commercials. Well, that documentary, one of the parts will be about the U.S. Open, and they'll lament all his close losses, and then they'll throw in 2017 as if it deserves to be mentioned. Uh, also, like, he could have played in the fucking tournament. No, his daughter was valedictorian. He, 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 he decided, he decided yeah, himself yeah, not man. to play. Let's, say let's, like, let's just give him the free win. I'll, I'll tell you this. With the, there's, not a bone, there's not a bone in my body. There's not nothing rushing through here that if Phil was, say, from, give me a Midwestern state, Illinois, and his kids were in school in Illinois or Wisconsin, and the U.S., and he's the same type of golfer, and the U.S. Open was at Pebble... Last year, dates all the same. There's not a doubt in my mind Phil would have been playing. He, Phil he, was walking. He remember knew. When he, remember he, when knew. Was he waved that white flag the second he saw that place. Remember I'm Amy sorry. Was pregnant at the U.S. Open, and he was walking around with a pager saying, I don't care if I'm in the lead on Sunday. If I get the call, I'm leaving. Well, guess Phil, who actually got the Phil, call and left? Little Hunter Mayhan. Phil is a family man. Not every, let's just say, not not mentioning names. Not every golfer on the tour is known for their family values. Phil is. Phil's just known to be a cheat and an inside stock trader. Real yeah, good, I, I, real I, good guy though. Yeah, Phil. Never convicted of any of those things. No, that he, is a drive-by no, smear. No, he just mysteriously had to pay back two million dollars. Well, people make. Listen, he's got a lot of money. You know, people misinvest things that can happen. You Phil leave him alone. Form, like those Tuesday cash games must like the stakes must be getting up the way he's feeling. Yeah, the way the way yeah the way he's feeling. You know, he's probably got Rom as a partner. Those Tuesday cash games, damn, uh, be, off the charts. Must be killing it. All right, Tim, did you have anything else? No, but we have to get to, the, I'm sure, the shot tracker, because that is the strongest take I have, and we haven't discussed it yet. All right, let's talk about, now, are you talking about shot tracker or the pro tracer? The Whatever that's called. When the golfer on the tee box hits it, and you can see the shot uh, as he's hit it. Like, it okay, traces it on the screen. That's pro tracer. Shot tracker is like when I'm on my app, and I'm following along. Yeah, yeah okay. Telling pro me how tracer, far that's... people are away. Tim probably despises the concept that you could know where in the fairway or the rough a player yeah, is I prefer to not be told through Sports Center or in the newspaper the next day. Well, I don't. That's think what I'm up for. By the way, I watched the uh, the the, high, the, the Connors the, Tiger Woods Canadian Sports Center. What do you got? Yeah, it, it was. From, I watched the recap of uh, of the Valspar. They made it like a two man battle. Right? Paul Casey did not get shown for one shot. He won the fucking tournament. It was just Connors and Tiger. It was Connors hat. No, they showed some Hadwin too. They sh- they oh, okay. they showed a uh, the Patrick Reed like big approach. Uh, but it was just Tiger, Tiger, Tiger. Oh, here's Connors. Here's Connors shooting plus but seven. Casual Canadian sports fans. I mean, this has been my experience. The first question they ask is, "Are there any Canadians in contention?" Like, unfortunately, they've been taught. No, it's they've not. They've been taught. They've that been way. taught to do it that way. So that's Ooh. all that they actually expect. That, that may be right. I'll, I mean, I'll you're also that. you're also supposed to be a you're passing yourself off as like a journalism and news network. You might want to show the guy who fucking won the tournament. Hey, listen, sure. growing I'm, up I'm as, not a, gonna defend as a little kid, you'd see like where Tiger Woods was in first place. And then you'd see Dave Barr, you know, 70. <laughs> D- David, yeah, no, David no, 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 Moreland. I'm, I'm with you guys on that. All right. So tell us about Pro Tracer. So 
one of the particular joys that I experience while watching golf, and I think part of the reason why golf became such an attractive sport on TV, particularly the Masters, is the fact that it is an opportunity for you, particularly in the, in the early months of spring uh, and winter, to turn on your television and see a verdant, bright, colorful experience that the golfers themselves see. It's as if you're being transported through the television to see the, the golf course at its natural best. And part of the experience of golf is that you also get to see the shots the way someone at the course sees it. The idea, the very notion that these pro-tracing shots are being superimposed on the image to give me at home a better view than someone who paid hard, good hard money to watch the thing, to sully the image of the golf course and what I'm trying to watch and take in with some artificial blue line because some hipster millennial cannot wait 15 seconds to listen to the person who's paid good money who's standing at the tee box commentating on the shot to tell me where it went that you have to sully and, and ruin the image of the, the natural experience of the golf tournament just so I can see a shot that I'm just going to see the result of it six seconds later. It makes not one whit of difference what direction the ball takes on the way to where it lands. All that really matters is where the ball ends up. That's how the game is played. So the idea that you need to show me the shape and then I have to see it instantaneously because God forbid I wait six seconds is just, again, further damaging i think one of the things that make golf special which is that thorough experience of nature itself like when it's winter and you're in the north and it's cold and it's snowy outside people love throwing on the masters because it's green and the azaleas are blooming to superimpose computer animation so, so, so you, 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 you don't so you don't care that the masters puts in fake bird noises underneath the coverage pardon me but that's not the same thing and they don't do it during live play Okay, so I got three things here. One, hipster millennials, not the biggest golf fans, Tim, so give your fucking head a shake. Number two, the announcers don't know where the ball is. Half the time, they're just like, well, I think it's down there. And then the cameraman can't pick up, so that helps. Number three, seeing the shape of the shots, I think makes people bigger golf fans to see what these guys can actually do to the ball off the tee. I got number four. I love number three. To me, I would think the person who at the moment is most crucial to golf TV and golf ratings. Well, we are a demographic that is filling maybe in recent years. Um, it's still that guy that they're advertising that car and those watches to. And I assure you, older people um, probably enjoy that way more than you would think, Tim. Way more. Because well, it's hard to pick up the ball. No. Again, I mean, yeah. Some of us believe that there is some value in something like mystery. That there's something enjoyable. That's part of the excitement of golf. Yeah, it just sounds before. like you should give up on golf and just start reading fucking choose your own adventure novels, you moron. Or I could say that perhaps I'd like to watch golf the way it has always been watched. So were you really pissed off when HD became a thing? You got to no, see too much of the screen. I don't no. like that it's too wide. Do you hate the first down marker? Yeah, he does. Yes. We, we already yeah. asserted this. I think that's stupid and it should go away on TV. Yes. I don't think I should be seeing that. I... I like to see the... I and like it's because you're ripping off the person at the game? Like, you believe part, Shot yes, Tracker... Part, I want to see as pure and as oh raw God. an experience of Firstly, the sport as I can. I will say this. Anyone going to a golf event, like, you go to a golf event acknowledging you're not seeing 99, like, to the 10th degree. Like, you're not seeing anything. 
Like, you acknowledge that when you go to a golf event. Yeah, it's like going to a football game on Sunday. You don't get to watch the rest of the games. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, kind of, I guess. But, like, you literally see nothing. You live by roars around you, and, you know, Tim probably hates the fact that, you know, there's an electronic scoreboard in a lot of places. Well, the big well, thing one is... one of the great things about the Masters and the I British agree. Open are those handmade... So uh, the but that doesn't mean that... Songs. There isn't a place for the electronic scoreboard. No, I mean there's a place. That, no, no, listen, I don't get I don't get exercised about them. But were me, I like the way that Fenway Park and the way that the Masters and the British Open. Can I ask what? Movie. I, I like Shot Tracker. I do, and maybe it's because when I got money on the line and I'm drinking Crown, out I just of a like good to see glass, where the ball is going. I'm I like, need, oh no, that's right. I need I need see assistance. Where it's going. But you I, don't though, because these guys these guys are hitting like. They're hitting fades, or they're trying to shape the ball that, like, when you see it go off the club, it's directly to the right. You're like, oh, God, you can't tell where it's yeah. going. This and is a great way to see how good these guys actually are. It's contextualizing it's, the shots oh, off the tee. It's nonsense. a white ball put into the sky. Like, don't like, don't sit here like some elitist telling me you can pick it up perfectly. I never said I could pick it up perfectly. But he likes the mystery of not knowing where it is. See, I'm also that loser that thinks hockey needs to, like, give another try to no. a blow puck. I I I don't agree with that. That's all this pitter patter. Let's get at her. I yeah, but can you, never you can, see it. Yeah, but you can see it though. You can see the I puck on the ice. Me. It's a black puck on the ice, and it's not That's being a shot. Issue, but I, I, I would even bring back the two line icing, and they've gone way too right. far with that. I, I, I'm sorry to go there. I have one question. What do you hate more, the shot tracker like off? Sorry, the tracer off the tee, or because sometimes I got to admit, Tim, I enjoy it. Oh, See, not those that, 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 that putt in line where they got to like fake percentages. Do you, know, I, do you know what these? I are, enjoy. The, no, I don't care about the percentages. When they give you the line and the whole and the pat that ball needs to take, and I sometimes really enjoy seeing a ball struck so <laughs> pur purely riding that line. Do you like, know where all? The, system, do you know? What, do you know where all these things have come from? And to go back to Tim's point, which he just dismissed earlier, the reason that all these kids and still do enjoy Tiger Woods and know who he is, all Video played game. Tiger Woods golf growing up. Where did all of these things yeah. come from? That's just Tiger and, Vision. That's all that well, is. Well, well, yes. first, the shot, the shot tracing uh, is not a part of Tiger Woods. Secondly, the putt tracing is, and if you ever play uh, Tiger Woods uh, with a friend, who uses that putt tracer that you see on TV, that starts fights because people hate when you use it. So Fun fact, I actually think when we're we arguing used, when against we, cross When we purposes. used to play, we used to let Tim be Tiger and Butts and I would be Rackzilla and he got to use the pro tracer and we didn't and we still just crushed him. Yeah, I'm not that good at the game. Uh, I'll stipulate that. But my point being... Rackzilla! You're, you're arguing at, at cross purposes here. And it's not... It's the That putt thing is dumb. Again... There are people paid good money to commentate and tell me the way that who are actually there and actually know which way the putt should go. Not some phony percentage. Oh, he has a 40.8% chance. You have no idea what that, that whether it's a 40.8. It could, because each putt is individualistic yes. with an individual person, the numbers are meaningless. Now, those numbers, are those numbers like if it's a 10-foot putt, yeah. the overall tour average of all 10-feet putts? Yeah. yeah, that's what it's, I thought. It's, it's not, that it's not, from, it's not, from, it's not it's from those specific a, It's not for that specific number. player, and like a 10-foot putt at one on one green is can be a much different putt than on another And green. also, let's not go into the hole of being like, oh, these announcers are so good. Oh, the announcers and golf are awful. Awful. They're doing the best they can. Well, I can hire better people. No, it's hard. I um, agree, it's hard. But like, but it is true. Like the to Tim's point, if, the if you have the ultimate announce team right now, 
And we had to build yeah. just one announce team for golf, and it happened every single event. They all, they all make a lot of mistakes. But... Uh, no, no, but like, I, I'm saying I do have favorites myself. Like, oh, if... Johnny Miller's the best. No, Nick Faldo's way better than Johnny Miller. Johnny Miller, well, no, Nick Faldo actively roots for Englishmen in any tournament. So what? I find that Johnny tiring. Miller Don't... actively hates everybody and thinks he makes every shot. Yeah, that shot's well, easy. I, I would have hold it. <laughs> Well, when somebody else shoots 63 in the hardest at the hardest golf course in the world, at the hardest tournament in the world to win it, then they can also take shots. Like, I give Johnny Miller a little bit of rope. Nick Faldo's a better golfer. Yes, but Nick Faldo never put a performance up like Johnny did at Oakland. No, he, he, just, he, he just won more. Um, I don't believe he ever won the U.S. Open. No, but he won, what, three Masters? Three Masters and two, two, opens, two Opens, I believe. Maybe three Opens. Uh, Faldo's like I don't I'm not against Faldo, but Faldo's Johnny Miller is just bad. Faldo Johnny is a fun Miller. person to have in the booth. He's casual. Johnny Miller and Joe He's... Buck. That would be my choice. Joe Buck. Yeah, I like the way Joe Buck. Oh my Miller. god. Yeah, Johnny Miller and Joe Buck. That's the play. I mean, listen, Joe Buck's my favorite play-by-play person in any sport. So the fact that I could get him in golf, I'd have him on hockey. I'd have Joe him. Buck has been doing golf what for a second? How could you ever put him in the booth? How many masters? (laughs) You asked me who my favorite was. He is my favorite. But I mean, he he could do anything. He could call me going to the mail to get mail. Oh, you you should hire Joe Buck to commentate your mall walks. Joe Buck is is great. And I don't like the the heat that he takes. And he's a fun guy. He does like Stern. And one of Stern's like, Stern likes to make fun of his like staffers for their weight. And he had Joe Buck like commentate him eating his breakfast sandwich. It was... It was gold, but that's pretty random to be... Um... Would you go Nance? Would you go Dan Hicks? I don't think there is. I, I, Nance is probably the best Nance one. Nance is the best. I'd probably go get one of the Euro guys. The Euro, I, I forget what his name is. Like the main Euro Alec, play-by-play uh, guy. He's probably Peter the Alice? best. Because Wiley always mentions this too. Like he lets it breathe a little bit. Yeah, there's He's not a lot constantly talking over everything. I kind of like that. Watching European golf's a different experience. I and agree. I enjoy it. You don't get. I uh, will say, as much as I've ragged on Bones in the past, he is a, such a huge upgrade over Nota Begay <laughs> as like the sideline on the course guy. It's unbelievable. He's very good. Well, because Bones no. has been in every spot you can imagine yeah. on a golf course. So like, there's no one better to ask. How, Listen, how do you shot here behind that root? Well, Phil has done it 15 times. So let me tell you. And Nota Begay is the male version of Gail King. <laughs> He's the professional. I mean, I, I tweeted. Uh, during the Valspar, that he shouldn't be allowed anywhere near Paul Casey yeah. on the back. Gail, he's, the, yeah. he's the professional Tiger Woods cheering section. No, he's Gail King, like Oprah's best friend. Now she hosts shows, no. has her own like life in broadcasting, being Oprah's friend. And I'm jealous. I say that jealous of Noda. Getting to be Tiger's best friend? What a gig. All right, that will do it on this mini golf-only section of Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes He should be president of the United States But it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner Cuss Corner, hee <laughs> Again, I think it should be called Top Cat Corner Or just Top Cat <laughs> Well, as, as we've heard throughout the course corner of the past of the 45 minutes you got a lot of things that you think Corner of the People corner of the people's tribune you know there's, there's names we could work out so again i want to thank tim and august tim and august for being on the line 
And uh, if you do have some topics for a future golf only cuss corner, please leave it in the comment section. Give it a like. And thank you for being here. Jeff Feinberg, you can follow on Twitter at gfeinberg17. Thank you for being here as well. And as always, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the PME. Cuss corner. <laughs>